Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with the great Larry Fitzgerald. Let's Go, presented by Hertz. Fitzy, how are you today? I'm doing outstanding, Jim. Great, great, glad to be back on with you again another Monday and talking about uh, some, some wonderful activity on Sunday. It was some great games. Did you know that Hertz has the largest EV rental fleet in North America? Get your next Let's Go moment the electric way today. Visit Hertz.com slash EV to learn more. Hertz, let's go. Let's go to that big game, Fitzy. The Bills beat Kansas City. Not exactly revenge for what happened last year in the playoffs, but the tone has been set, and, and it was just a terrific game once again to watch. It was so much fun. Well, Jim, every time you watch these two quarterbacks uh, match up, you know, you, you feel like you're in for a, a great show and you're in for a treat. You know, you get to watch two of the premier players who have great respect for the game and do it in the right way, playing at, at the highest level. And it was a fantastic game. Started off a little slow in the first half and really picked up. Um, you know, Josh Allen, in my opinion, right now is the front front runner for MVP. What he's able to do with his legs, what he's able to do with his arm, the way he's able to lead and, and galvanize his teammates uh, is, is really something special to watch. Now, Jalen Hurts may get a couple of votes. We'll get to that in just a moment with the undefeated Eagles. But let's go back to this game right here. Is there anybody else, in your opinion, right now at this point of the season that can compete with these two teams, or are they headed for a collision course in the AFC Championship? Well, I think in, on the AFC side, I think they're far and away, you know, the two the two best teams. Um, you know, I think there's a couple teams that, you know, have a chance to, to, to be better. Um, you know, I look at what's happened in Miami. They don't have two, but when they – had him healthy and he was ready to play. They were a different football team. They were a team that can compete with anybody, the way they were scoring, the way they were stopping people defensively. So I think there's a team or two on the AFC side, but they're definitely the front runners. Tyreek Hill, that guy's just incredible. It's it's incredible, this guy going up and down the field. Well, Jim, he, I mean, he's, he's, he has, you know, Olympic track speed. I mean, so you can't stay in front of him. And then when you play off of him, you know, you have to play so far off him, you give up everything short and he's so quick and explosive that if you don't, Get close to him, he'll run away from you. I mean, he's the most dynamic player um, from a skill position in the National Football League. Let's go back. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, they look to be the future uh, of the National Football League. That's not discounting Justin Herbert or any of the other guys uh, who you can put in the same sentence. But those two look like they have teams in place right now. And if you were looking out over the horizon for the next 10 years, which one would you rather have? Well, that's a very tough question. I mean, you, you would take both of them. Well, that's why you're on here, Fitz. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough question. You take both of them. But if I if I were to take one right now, I would I would probably take Patrick Mahomes just because, you know, he, I feel like the Buffalo Bills, the way they're set up, you know, from an offense and defensive standpoint, suits Josh Allen in his game. The weapons, you know, the emergence of Gabriel Davis on the outside, along with Stephon Diggs. You know, you, you put whoever you want out there – Barring except for one guy in Travis Kelsey with, with Pat Mahomes, and he'll make it happen. Um, you know, he's Houdini out there in a football uniform, and uh, I, I think you can build around him. You know, he's he doesn't play as physical a brand of football as Josh Allen. Josh Allen rushes the ball. He takes some hits that you would not want him to take from time to time. Pat Mahomes doesn't take a lot of shots like that. So I'm just talking about long term for the next 10 years. It looks like they're having fun, and we just yeah. don't see fun a lot in professional yeah. sports. Yeah, there's a reason for that, Jim, because they're usually winning the games, Jim. That's why you're having fun. It's always fun to win. Um, you know, so you see them always, you know, just having a great time with their teammates, getting the crowd involved because they're having success. You know, you, you look around the league and, you know, you look at Carolina and you look at, you know, Houston, you look at places like that. There's not a lot of smiling going on. You know why? Because they're losing, Jim. There's no, there's no fun losing. 
But a lot of great winners over the course of time have have led a tortured existence. And, you know, they're, they're trying to touch that perfection. I mean, Tiger Woods, the greatest golfer in the history of golf, it doesn't look like he's having fun. Steph Curry looks like he's having fun. Yeah. Um, then you get some others. LeBron James doesn't look like he's having fun. The greatest mm -hmm. players in the history of the sport, those two. Tom, Tom will tell you, you know what? Wants to win so bad. What did Tom say a few years ago when he was 8-0? Oh, I've got to be the most miserable undefeated quarterback ever. <laughs> so why is that? Why can some of these guys have that loose attitude and, and, and be right there with greatness? And other guys, you know, are just trying to keep touching it and touching it and it, and it drives them, you know, kind of crazy. Well, everybody's wired differently. I, I think Steph Curry really enjoys the pageantry of, you know, getting the crowd involved and making a, a, a great show for the for the spectators. Um, you know, LeBron James is more of a grinder. He, he just wants to beat you and make you pay for it. And I think Tom Brady has a lot of that to him. And Tiger Woods definitely has that. I mean, those guys, they take pleasure in and making it miserable for you. Um, and I think other guys just, they enjoy the pageantry of the game and, and the show that they put on. The question is, are they making it miserable for themselves too? Or are they enjoying it deep absolutely. down and never showing it? Absolutely, they make it miserable on themselves. But I, I think the misery is something that they embrace um, and, and they're willing to sacrifice, you know, their personal feelings for the success of, of themselves and their team. Let's go right here jim gray with larry fitzgerald our show is brought to you by bank of america bank of america's digital tools are so impressive you just can't stop banking on or off the field learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking what would you like the power to do member fdic and speaking of power right now the philadelphia eagles have it they're the only undefeated team in the league a perfect six and oh uh they beat the dallas cowboys and cooper rush uh, those three turnovers and interceptions, uh, bubble burst a little bit, even though the Cowboys stayed in the game. Uh, what's your assessment of, of the Philadelphia Eagles? And, uh, it's a little early, but, uh, at, at some point the 72 dolphins will crop up here. <laughs> I think it's a little early there for that. We got to get to at least Halloween, Thanksgiving, to be able to start having those conversations. But I think they're the most complete team in the National Football League right now in terms of the balance and how they can beat you with the playmakers outside, with the consistent rushing game. Jalen Hurts making solid decisions and the defense that really gets after you and is opportunistic on the back end and can rush the passer. I mean, they're a really, really sound football team across the board. Um, and so, I mean, you have to like their chances of of, of competing deep into the playoffs this year. Um, they can win ugly. I mean, we saw a couple of weeks ago when they played against Jacksonville, it wasn't pretty. You know, I saw against the Arizona Cardinals where they didn't have their A game. They found a way to squeak out a victory. But then you look at the matchup a few weeks ago when they played against the Vikings. They handed they handedly dominated a really, really good football team that's in the conversation, the best in the NFC as well. So you see this team, they, not only can they play well at home, they can play well on the road, they can play in inclement weather. They're just a really well-coached team and balanced. Where do they need to improve? Uh, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say. I mean, they haven't really been tested, Jim, honestly. I mean, you, you haven't seen their medal really get tested. They went up 20-0 in the first half. Dallas made a nice comeback, but, you know, they answered. Um, they haven't really had their 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 their, their feet put to the fire, so to speak. Um, and, and so it's hard to say. What haven't really been behind in the second them. half. They, have, they haven't. They have, like I said, they have not been tested. Um, and I, they, they will be. I mean, that's, it's football. It's the nature of the game. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing when that happens, how they respond. Who are the best teams in the NFC? We just uh, we just decided the AFC, the Bills and the Chiefs, and you said possibly uh, a, a team or two uh, on the periphery there. Uh, who's the best in the NFC? 
I mean, it's only really two teams that you really can say, um, you know, are head and shoulders above the rest, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles um, and uh, the Minnesota Vikings. And the Cowboys would be a distant third, in my in my opinion. Um, but besides those three teams, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's a little bit of drop from there. Would you agree? I I, I do agree, and we're going to get to some of those teams uh, uh, in just a moment. But but what about the Giants? The Giants now are five and one. Uh, they come back from ten points down. Baltimore getting this habit of giving up big leads, and they beat the Ravens. The Giants are five and one. Nobody saw this coming, Nobody. and I don't know that anybody's jumping on the bandwagon just yet. But you are what your record says you are. That is true. That is true, Jim. You, you hit the nail on the head. They should be added to the conversation. But just based on history and what they've done over the last few years and the inability for Daniel Jones to really stay healthy consistently, the same with Saquon Barkley. Both of these guys have had a history of ha having nagging injuries. And obviously those two are, are really leading the, the, the push for, those, for, the, for the Giants. You know, I, I'm going to need to see it a few more weeks for me to really kind of stick my flag in the ground and, and, and be a star supporter of what they're doing. But they look they look great. They they really know how to fight. They can win in a variety of different ways. And, um, you know, they've looked good. Fitz, let me ask you a question. Are, are you looking for a romantic getaway? No, not right now, no. Have you already had one? Not recently, no, I have not. Really? Okay, well, I've got, I got a suggestion for you. Because if you are looking for a romantic getaway, a weekend retreat, or just a day of fun. You're you're up for a day of fun, aren't you? Absolutely. Okay. Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino offers a perfect destination for the ultimate getaway. Enjoy the hottest action and entertainment in the heart of the Fremont Street experience in Las Vegas the next time you're in town for a game. Visit goldennugget.com to book your getaway today. Jim, there was something that happened in the Carolina Panthers uh, LA Rams game yesterday. A little, little disconnect, it seems like. It's not often you see a receiver or a player in general tossed out of a game by his own coach. You know, you've seen guys ejected for, you know, fighting or other things that happen on the, on the field by referees and officials, but you don't see it happen too often by a coach. And um, Antonio Brown. Yeah, that, I mean that was that was a circumstance <laughs> that uh, that that I said we don't see it happen too often. At least, at least Robbie kept his outfit on. He didn't take his jersey <laughs> off. He didn't go bare chested out into the crowd and, and catch an Uber from the stadium. You know, he <laughs> he he handled it with a little dignity. You know, um, but you know, it, it just it just underscores those type of things. You know, often you know fester up to the surface when teams are not playing well. Now, I, re I really wish he would have handled it in a, in a way that was not as combative. You know, because every receiver and every player. You've had these you've had these issues occur. You know, you've had disagreements on play calls and lack of production and you know, reasoning why why you aren't getting the looks that you know you're capable of getting. And um, you know, it's 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 a, it's tough out there, Jim. It's, it's it's tough to watch. Well, you're talking about Robbie Anderson, and yesterday uh, during that game, uh, he he got into a little dust up with his wide receivers coach uh, Joe Daly, and uh, then Steve Wilkes, who's in his first week in the job. Uh, with the Panthers as an interim coach after Matt Rule was fired, uh, dismissed him from the game. And after the game, Robbie Anderson said he didn't understand what he had done and was never told why he wasn't playing and that he wanted to come out and defend himself. And it wasn't in a in a emotional way that he defended himself. He says, I just don't understand what's going on. Why would you take your best player off the field, your best receiver? Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons you can think about. I mean, it's been speculation that he was he was going to be traded, and as we know now, he he has been traded to the Arizona Cardinals, and 
you know, maybe they just didn't want to get him hurt, um, you know, but that's something that should be communicated to a player, you know, so you can avoid those type of issues. You know, we see it happen in basketball, you know, where they say, look, we're, we're, we're looking to trade you. We're not going to play you to make sure that we, you know, ensure your health and your trade value. I mean, I, so I think those are things that could easily be communicated. But, um, you know, you live and you learn and it's, uh, you know, in your bad teams, usually bad things happen. Well, they certainly didn't do him any favors. They send him over to the Cardinals. So that's like going from a circumstance that's dire to a, a circumstance that's about to become dire. Uh, easy, 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 Jim. At least, at least he goes to a quarterback that can get him the ball. You know, he, you know, if he doesn't have productivity, it's not going to be because of a lack of, you know, sufficient play at the quarterback position. You know, he'll have opportunities. You know, it's a relatively easy offense to pick up on the fly. And uh, I think he can have some success because he really can stretch the field. You know, getting DeAndre back in, um, it looked like they lost Hollywood for, you know, a couple of weeks with an ankle. Um, you know, I, I don't know exactly what the diagnosis is, but he had to be helped off the field. You know, they, they need a little bit of pop out there, out there at the receiver position. Let's Go is brought to you by K Jewelers. Upgrading your engagement ring is the perfect way to celebrate an anniversary. Trade in your K-Diamond engagement ring and get 100% trade-in value toward a new diamond piece that is double the trade-in value. Exclusions apply. Visit k.com slash trade for details. Fitch, you going to enter the contest that Tom's throwing and, and sing the jingle for us? No, 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 Jim. My voice is not made for production. Come on, every kiss begins with K. Come on, sing it out. Every kiss begins with K. Come on, sing it for us. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> <laughs> where was where was the tune there, Snake? I don't think he's gonna win Tom yeah. Sign Jersey. No, I, I I don't have any I have no rhythm. Um I'm definitely not in sync with my with my with my singing. It's not something I'm proud of. All right, much more. Stay with us when we return right here on Sirius XM. Hey, everyone, this is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a Sirius XM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Larry Fitzgerald. You know, USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA! Fitz, as we continue here, uh, Green Bay, it is not going well for the Packers. Um, would have thought that they would have bounced back after their trip to London. In fact, they did not. They get badly beaten by the New York Jets. We just talked about the Giants, but the Jets are now 4-2, and two, and the Packers are 3-3. Three and three. They've got significant issues, Larry. They have a lot of a lot of issues. Um, you know, they just do not look in sync offensively. They can't get the rushing game moving um, to take a little bit of the heat off of Aaron. They just don't look cohesive. You know, the passing game is, you know, I've never seen as many incomplete passes and miscommunication with, with Aaron 
on the field. And you can see he's he's uh, he's frustrated. I mean, you can look at him and his body language and his disposition. He's frustrated with, you know, the way things are going. And defensively, you know, they they haven't been playing as well, uh, especially on the back end as, the, as, the, as they had in the past. I mean, they have a really young, explosive secondary that I really thought was going to take a, a huge leap um, this year. And, you know, they, they just have not done it. And, um, you know, it's it's been disappointing. But I don't think they're out of the race, Jim. They're only two games out of first place against the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, it's a long season ahead. You know, they have the, the, the reigning MVP. You know, they're, they're going to put some things together, but it, it just looks a little bleak right now. Isn't it at some point incumbent upon the other players to step forward? I mean, everybody always looks to the guys in the leadership positions, and losses are inevitable in the National Football League. Uh, otherwise, we'd have had somebody else other than the 72 Dolphins. So losses will come, and it's kind of the way that you lose. And, and the way that the Packers have lost, everybody starts pointing and saying, well, you know, what's going on here? Isn't it incumbent at some point other than the coach and the quarterback to lift themselves up and look in the mirror and say, we've got to do better unless there's just a total lack of talent here? No, it's not lack of talent. Um, but you have to understand from in the football hierarchy, you know, leadership always comes from top to bottom. It, it's very difficult for, you know, unrestricted free agent to, you know, stand up in a team meeting and talk about, what, what needs to be done. That's just not the culture. It doesn't, it doesn't support that type of activity. Um, so, you know, leadership always usually comes from top to bottom. And, you know, if change is going to be made, it's going to have to come from the top. It's going to have to come from the leadership. You're talking about from the coordinators to the head coach, to, to the quarterback, to the guys who are, you know, key contributors. And, and then when that happens, the, the guys who are the rank and file players will have to step up and do their part. And that's how you have success in the National Football League. It doesn't normally come another way. So what do you think has to happen here? I mean, Jim, I mean, for them to be better offensively, I mean, the receivers have to play better. They have to produce better. You know, Aaron has to be sharper. You know, they have to be able to, you know, get the running game going. When you looked at what they did last year as an offense, obviously they had the best receiver in the National Football League, but they gave you a steady dose of, of Aaron Jones and, you know, continuing to rush the football downhill. They did a great job of scoring points in the red zone. Um, they were highly efficient on third down and they didn't turn the football over. That's a recipe for success, you know, no matter where you play. And they and they have not been able to do that, maybe in short spurts, but not sustained. Which causes us also to turn to the Bucks three and three and uh, their performance uh, losing to Pittsburgh, uh, the biggest upset so far, and at least from a point spread. Uh, perspective uh, in the National Football League this year, uh, they can't run the ball. The penalties—you yeah. yeah. just don't—you just don't expect that there would be these type of penalties uh, from this team and, and giving up big plays yeah. uh, defensively when they need stops and We're, not scoring points. They just can't seem to score. They haven't scored, you know, enough points this year in any of the six games. Well, Jim, is this you know, fixable my, or is this is this is this beyond a trend? Is yeah, this, is this now is this now where it is? No, I think I think it's definitely fixable. You know, they're in a they're going to win that division. You know, that division is horrible. The Saints are not going to be able to do it. Carolina's not going to be able to do it. Atlanta's not going to be able to sustain to do it. They don't have enough talent, in my opinion. So they're they're in all likelihood will win the division. They'll be a playoff team. But what's really bothering me about Tampa is their defense, Jim. I mean, if you look on paper, you know, from you know the edge rushers to the linebackers to the back end. This, this is a really, really talented football team on defense. You look what they're able to do to Dak Prescott week one. They're capable of playing really, really dominant football, and they have not done that. Um, they've been, you know, just really abused. And you look at this Pittsburgh Steelers team, 
you know, Trubisky. I mean, this guy was benched. You got a rookie quarterback, has no experience, you know, just feasting on you. Um, their third down percentage was over 60%. Um, you know, I, it's just not indicative of a championship looking defense. And they need to be able to get back to form. Todd Bowles is one of the greatest defensive, you know, coordinators over the last 10 years in the business. And, you know, they need to regain their form or it's going to be, you know, a quick exit if they're able to get in the playoffs. Well, Todd Bowles said after the game that the team is living off the Super Bowl and they better wake up. I'm paraphrasing. I've never heard of a Super Bowl hangover two years later. <laughs> nor have I. Nor have I. That, that, so that what's seemed... he talking about? Well, I mean, he's trying to find answers. He's trying to motivate his team. He's trying to inspire. He's trying to do something to change up the momentum because what right now, nothing's working. And um, you know, if they want to fix their issues, they have to play better defense. And the receivers... And the playmakers have to catch the ball. You know, it's uh, you know, there's there's too many drop drop balls and the lack of commitment to the running game. Even when they do, you 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 have to be able to get more than two or three yards on a carry. You you have a you have a back in Leonard Fournette who is good enough to do that on his own for the most part. You know, you got to give him a little bit of little bit of room. You know, he's a tremendous downhill runner, and for them to be able to win. They have to run the football, Jim. It's it's just it's been atrocious over the last few weeks. The lack of productivity, you know, the the, the lack of the ability to be able to change the looks, you know, because it's pretty predictable when they're running the football. You know, they're motioning Godwin down into the box to be able to think. I mean, it's it's a very predictable running, you know, scheme, and they they just got to do a better job of of getting that fixed up. Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald right here on Let's Go. Our program is brought to you by American Express. You know, there's something about it. The sound of the buzzer, the blow of a whistle, the coach yelling just loud enough for you to hear them from your seats. It's thrilling, and you can't wait to do it all again next week. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. We could hear Tom yesterday yelling uh, over television. And I'm sure the Bucks line uh, could have lived without that, but they got an earful, didn't they? They did. I mean, you can see the frustration starting to to bubble up. You know, he's he's getting hit. There's no push in the run game. You know, he he was he was frustrated. You know, you know everybody could see that, and he was just trying to get his guys motivated to to be able to put put together a drive to be able to get something going. And you know, you play football long enough, there's going to be times where you, know, you you just get emotionally frustrated. You got to let that out. And I don't think any of his teammates took it in the wrong way. They know he's a competitor. They know he's the greatest champion, greatest player to ever play the game. Um, and they appreciate his passion. Um, but they but they need, to, they need to do better. They need to get better. And, um, and I think Tom senses that. Who would you have more concern going forward, Green Bay or Tampa Bay? Green Bay, for sure. Um, you know, Green Bay is, like I said, two, two and a half games out of first place in, 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 uh, in uh, NFC North. Tampa Bay is still leading the division in the in the NFC South with a three and three record, and they control their own destiny. You know, Green Bay is going to run the Vikings down. They need a little help, um, but it's still early, Jim. We've only played six games thus far. There's a lot of football left in the season, but you know, if I was saying who, you know, is in better position right now today, Tampa for sure. Larry, you own an NBA team. You're a co-owner of the Phoenix Suns. There, uh, you guys uh, pushing for a championship this year. We just heard from Kevin Durant. The season opens tomorrow night. How do you handicap the NBA this year? Which team do you think uh, uh, legitimately can win? Well, they got a lot of great, great teams. You know, I, I, I don't think anybody's better than, than our Phoenix Suns. You know, we are, you know, pretty much returning the same team, you know, coming back with the coach of the year. And, 
you know, a healthy roster, um, you know, looking good and poised. But, I mean, it's going to be a lot of competition, especially on the West. You know, the Minnesota Timberwolves got better with the big Rudy Gobert trade. The you know, Lakers get Anthony Davis back fully healthy. Um, you know, Russell Westbrook healthy, LeBron James. You know, the, the, the Clippers get Kawhi Leonard back off of an ACL injury. Um, partner with, with Paul George. I mean, Dallas Mavericks got better. You know, Luka Doncic is an MVP caliber player. I mean, so it, it's a load, It's a loaded you know, West. There's and, something uh, wrong with your brain. There's something wrong with your brain. Have you failed to mention the defending I champions? Know, I know. I'm the Golden about, State I, Warriors. Listen, I, Jim, listen, okay? Jim. Listen, Jim. They're the behemoth in the room. Obviously, I was going to get to them. But, when? You know, I was going to get to them <laughs> later in the conversation, Jim. Come on, man. Like, you, we don't you have know, a three-hour you know, program, sir. You know what's going on. You know what's going on out there in, in the Bay. You know, we know what's going on out there. But hopefully they got a little infight and then things kind of go off the rails a little bit. You know, all, all we can hope for. You know, great dynasties usually crack from within. You know, that's that's all you've we can also hope forgotten for. That you've <laughs> also forgotten another main team, which may be the sleeper of them all. Denver Can't Nuggets. believe it. Denver Nuggets? That's right. Yeah, they, they are. You know, with, they get Murray back. Yeah, reigning MVP, Jokic. Yeah, they're they're very talented. But I got to see it though, Jim. They they seem to they seem to lose esteem in the playoffs. And how about the Nets? We just heard from Kevin. How do you estimate their chances? Yeah, Jim, that's that's gonna be tough, man. It's uh they got two you know Hall of Fame talents in Kyrie and and Kevin, but you know they just they just seem to always be something that goes on and goes wrong up there in, in Brooklyn. So, I mean, I think they'll be our. I think Philly will be a lot better. You know they they got better defensively with with uh with Tucker coming from Miami. I think he would be there in the conversation as well. They're always well coached, and you know they got Tyler Hero locked up to a long term deal. Um, Milwaukee Bucks would be in the conversation as well. Boston Celtics. You know they have a little turmoil up there as well. You know it's it's tough to to go into a season with you know a coach that took you to the to the NBA Finals the year before, and all of a sudden he's gone. Um, you know, it's it's that's not easy to do. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle. Fitz, good luck with the season with the Suns, and uh, we'll continue here on the NFL. Have a great show on ESPN this evening, and we will talk to you next Monday night right here on Let's Go. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it, man. You have a great day. That's Larry Fitzgerald. He's our expert, along with Tom Brady, and any athlete's going to tell you you have to work with an expert for buying or refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. That's findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage. Let's go, presented by Hertz. Thanks to our great producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, with production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. Want to thank our terrific sponsors, USAA, Bank of America, American Express, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino, and Hertz. Let's Go Podcast with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. I'm Jim Gray for Larry Fitzgerald. Thanks so much for joining us right here on Let's Go. We'll talk to you again next week right here on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.